left feet. And I'm your host, David Vaughan, recording here in sunny North Wales. And may I introduce my co-host, he's the loving litigator, the man who can, your friend and ours, Councillor Jabez Oaks. Hello. R- really, you're going to have to sort of... I can't, I don't know. You did this last time. I did, didn't I? Where it was just, you know, we come into this podcast, we, we've, we've, we've invested in time, effort, money... And Some of us have invested time, effort, and money. Well, you've Some had, of us just turn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's investing time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, right, since since the last episode that was recorded quite a few weeks ago now, mm. um, first of all, I've got to apologise. We haven't had the time to get episode two out um, due to reasons that the world fell apart. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, mm. I mean we, we sort of glossed over it in the last episode where we said oh you know it's the zombie apocalypse it'll be fine it'll just be like Shaun of the Dead you know go to the pub and sit there and wait for everything to blow over except all the pubs are closed except all the pubs are now closed <laughs> which which I, I've got to tell you left me quite angry <laughs> did it Dav? yeah slightly yeah <laughs> it was like for god's sake but obviously for for reasons, and when, and I'm not with. I, I said to Jay before going on air with this episode, I don't want to do an episode where it is just about all the silliness that's going on, and I could, because everyone's getting too much of that. Yeah, there is. There's enough things in the media. There's enough things on social media. There's enough things being delivered to people about that. All of that, and okay, we're not ignoring it. Because it's happening mm. and it has affected things. Um, however, I don't want this show to be that because this I, show should not be relevant. Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. That's not the point. <laughs> that just means I'm irrelevant. Thank you, Jay. Um, yeah. So it's just a, it's just an apology to people who are listening, especially because it's the beginning of our podcast, and yeah. to instantly get stumbled like that is. That's well, a poor show, to be honest. Especially because the amount of podcasts which have now started. There's quite a few of them um, which have... Oh, great. Just advertise someone else's podcast. I'm not. I didn't to say any, going. but there's loads of them you I should mean, listen to. Yeah. I mean, but this is the, but this is the thing. This is, this is what I was, I was going on to. It was... We are going to endeavour here at the, the Two Left Feet, which I think is a, is a, it's a nice title, though. Yeah. I think we, we stumbled on a mm. good title in the last show. So here at the Two Left Feet, we are going to provide content, and we're hopefully going to tr- try and give you a show once a week, so at least you could put your mind to other things. Yeah. And occupy yourself. And while you're doing your, your laundry, your washing, and all sorts of things that you could be doing in isolation, at least you can have our voices ringing in your ears. I mean, it's, it's, it's a nice, charming thought. Do you know what? I, I, I have noticed this, well, this sort of two weeks now since um, all the lockdown and isolation started and everything. Um, I've always said, you know, the reason why my flat is, you know, messy most of the time is because I never have the time to be able to clean it up because I'm, I'm busy and I'm working mm. and things like that. This last two weeks, I've realised that's not the case. It has nothing to do with me being busy. <laughs> you do have to make a concerted effort, don't you, to, to, to stay, to not build like a nest of horror. <laughs> you have to keep cleanly. That's a good and name sure. of a band, that. The Nest of Horror. The Nest of Horror. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to The Nest of Horror. 
We should call our podcast that Nest of Horror. No, it's already named. Uh, okay. I've done a logo and everything. I know you. Do. I like the logo. Do you like the logo? I do. Do you know what? iTunes don't. Do they not? No, Why? they don't like. They don't like the logo because it's not got the right DPI on it. I. Uh, do you know what? I. I. What's DPI? Dots per inch. Oh. It's. It's. They rejected. They rejected the first episode to go up on iTunes because the logo that I created uh, didn't fall in their specific sort of mm. requirements. And I don't have the programs to do it, to do it properly, to have such a rich sort of, I don't know, quality, I guess, mm. of the logo. I tried again. I've put it up for this episode that's going out and it might get rejected again. In which case, if there's any listeners out there who are really good with uh, graphics and and, and uh, very high quality graphics, mm. just get in touch with us. Um, help. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to do it. I, I'm using Microsoft Paint to try and do it. And I found out it's not that good for high quality images. Nope. Even though it did a good logo. It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it did its job there between, mm. you know, me fudging it on Microsoft Word and then putting it to Paint and then... Yeah, it hasn't worked. Has it? <laughs> no, not really. But th- things th- things are progressing because now, Jay. I mean, this is this is breaking news. Okay, breaking news now. Yeah, because this this you know the two left feet network is becoming operational slowly and partly, and obviously not iTunes because you know for some reason they don't like dodgy pictures. Not dodgy pictures, but you know, it's, yeah. Um, we actually have. Uh, an email address. Oh. Yes, which our listeners can contact us on. Ah. And especially, you know, when we're, especially we're asking for things like help us with logos, or if anyone actually has any comments or wish to contribute or have any stories for us, they can, they can actually send, send things to us Ooh. via the, the interweb. And if anyone does want to contact us, you can contact us on the email address is labourpod. So labourpod, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can turn to Twitter, and that's at labourpod. Or uh, Facebook too, and that's at labourpod, and that will take you to the Facebook page. Um, Or if you just want to go direct to our uh, uh, podcast providers, if you go to Podbean, uh, search for Podbean, go on their website, and then search for Two Left Feet, and you can hear our podcast there. Slowly but surely, as time goes on, we are going to... Put them on more platforms so hmm. more people will be able to listen different ways. Hopefully, the iTunes thing will sort itself it was, out. It was nice the other day. I accidentally came across the Facebook page, which I didn't know existed yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I, I was just wandering across. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't accidentally come across it. I invited you. to. No, I didn't see. I didn't check my notifications. I did oh, genuinely right. just wander across it. Oh, and I just so, found it. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, if if you're just randomly sort of picking up on it hopefully others will too mm. before you know it we might have more than 12 listeners yes that would be really good <laughs> actually know. for a first episode you know given that it's you know all right two weeks ago first episode didn't do too bad no no i mean that you've got to understand there are people who are actually listening to your voice now joe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so again, if, if you want to get in touch with us, then it's labourpod at gmail.com. Twitter is at labourpod, and so is Facebook. Uh, right then. So, like I was saying before, 
just apologies that this has taken so long to get episode two out uh because again the all the stupidity that's been happening i'll we'll talk briefly in parts because there's there's one thing that i want to talk to you about on on air which we have been speaking about before oh okay uh, which I think you probably give quite good advice to the listeners. Hopefully, to all the humanoids out there. Yeah, can do. I think we should do. It. It's basically it's the universal credit thing, because just 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 for a background, could you do you mind telling the listeners what you do or you're not? Um, I work for a charity that helps people to, among other things, claim benefits. So not just vulnerable people normal people our role has changed quite significantly in the past couple of weeks as you can imagine um we we also help with a range of things i won't say who i work for but no no, it's, no but it's um, i think everyone can pretty much guess yeah, yeah but there, there's but there are there are several specific charities that people should utilize at the moment there yeah. are a lot of advisors who are who are ready and willing to help um age concerns name uh, british heart foundation uh nsccp or or whatever the acronym is is or the kids one NACCP is it NSPCC is the NSPCC kids I did I got one. it right the first time oh, you said NSPCAC or NSPC or RESPACT RESP RESPCT and we're all working together and we're all and we're all pointing each other in the right direction is it um, is it sort of everyone's pointing each other at each other? Like go go talk to them. Is it that chaotic that you just sort of? No, it's not chaotic. It's the it's the the third sector, which is what it is. Is is needing to spread the load, and also utilize people with uh, volunteers and staff with experience in different sectors, and we do it a lot of the time anyway. Especially with energy advice, which is another area I help with we there's other charities which are much more able to advise certain types of clients than myself um but that has all changed when it comes to universal credit because it's now become incredibly necessary for a lot of yeah. people well that, i mean as we're recording this the news today is that uh, a million people mm. have signed up to universal credit yeah which is astonishing the normal, the average claim rate is about 100,000 people. Uh, yeah, people every fortnight. Yeah. In the last fortnight, it's been a million. Yeah. Staff have been moved from other parts of the D- Department for Work and Pensions. DWP. Uh, the DWP yeah. to, um, to Universal Credit to get it moving. And this has caused a strain on, on all of our, my kind of work because we're having to just get people through the system onto universal credit and universal credit in, in terms of politics universal credit is is a, a well-designed system poorly implemented and again in terms of politics i don't i don't want to say that that it's it's people suffering is useful but to see a system like that finally being tested and it crumbling just shows what's been happening for the last 10 years and i imagine we'll i don't i don't know how far we're going to go into the coronavirus discussion but i imagine you said it i, I was avoiding oh were you avoiding I saying was avoiding it. saying it that's why i called it silliness and because i yeah there we go yeah, all right you the just enemy. Bro- you just broken the seal that's it the enemy yeah. um as boris as the johnson called it <laughs> and um that seems to have stuck as well it, it should do the johnson frankly um but 
as we're seeing with other sectors, not just the NHS, but the court system, the prison system, the police, all sorts of things are now not able to deal with a crisis because of the last 10 years of austerity. Mm -hmm. And what's now happening, and what I can see with Universal Credit, is what's been happening across the board for 10 years at a slow rate is now happening quickly and intensely. Yes, because it's it's been put under that much pressure yeah. now mm. that everyone can see, oh, the cracks have appeared quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for those who uh, possibly don't know if they're entitled to be on universal credit or not, what is the criteria in the current circumstances? Um, I would say to anyone who is, whether you're self-employed, employed, whether you've officially been sacked or whether it's just a case of you're not getting money, the, the, I would urge you to have a go at claiming universal credit. The key things to remember to save time are, because you may be thinking, no, it's, it's worth too much, it's, it's too much of my time to, to devote. The things, the way to sort of cut corners is to do the claim online and instead of calling, trying to call up universal credit to verify your identity, Try and use the online system. If that doesn't work, leave a message on your journal. This will all make sense once you make claim. If you make a claim, leave leave a basically a message. Yeah, because because when you once you've logged on and you go through to the whole screen, there mm. is a page on the right hand side. Yeah, where you can leave your caseworker a message. Yeah, and they and they can pick it up, read it. They can send you messages back. Try and do as much of your communication through that, rather than you know, taking the time to call up Universal Credit when all the lines will be jammed, it'll all be stuck. The one circumstance I would suggest speaking to someone who can advise you before you claim Universal Credit would be if you are already claiming what we call legacy benefits, which are tax credits, housing benefit, personal independence payment, employment and support allowance. If you're claiming any of those kind of benefits you should seek advice first because universal credit will stop some of them. Right. So we, you need to make sure, I mean, it. you may be, you may be a, a, a couple, for example, one of you is on PIP, one of you is on, um, and also on employment and support allowance. You're receiving housing benefit. You're also receiving tax credits. And one of you has been working. That work stops. You understandably think, oh no, I need to claim universal credit. It's important you consider that the rest of your benefits may stop if you claim universal credit. So your earnings, which have gone, the rest of your money, your income, may also stop if you claim universal credit. So that's why it's important. That's why the third sector is important, because it's able to advise you on whether that's a good idea. There's also a lot of online benefit calculators as well. There's a lot of advice online, which you can find quite easily. Do you know of a website? that people can go to and, and get this advice is there any gov.uk is surprisingly useful yeah if you if you just know what you're looking for because there's you... a, there's the very the be, one the very good website is understanding universal credit that's an official website dot it's just called understanding universal credit if you google if you google that you'll find it yeah um obviously citizens advice is also um a website which provides a huge amount of information not just relating to universal credit but across the sector various different issues um there'll be also specific advice relating to older people pensioners um some of whom mixed age couples for example may need to have a look at their benefit situation because their income 
for one of them has gone down, but it's not so simple to claim universal credit because one of them is above pension age. So there's all these, you know, different criteria yeah. that you need to think about. Right. That was, I mean, quite, I mean, for anyone listening, I know that's quite heavy going for mm. some people. And if it, if it, if that doesn't affect you, I suspect you just zoned out for the last five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, but for it's, those who are very much affected by what's going on, mm-hmm. who do need the help, this is going to be a, yeah. it's going to be a big part. And it's going to mm. be a part for a long time mm. because the talk that I'm hearing is this is going to be months and months oh, yeah. and months. It will be. And, you know, we're only at the beginning. Yeah. And there's various measures you would have heard about. Again, going back to the, the politics of the situation slightly, there's various um, policies that have come out, such as the um, stopping possession, uh, eviction proceedings for yeah. three months. What you have to remember about that is that, yes, you will, you know, the chances are you won't be evicted, but your rent arrears will still go up. Yeah, you still owe it. And the one benefit that helps with that is universal credit. Yeah. That is something you you can claim for housing costs. So, in summary, universal credit, nearly for everyone, even if um, your wages have been cut to 80%, but there are some benefits which are stopped. You must seek advice if you are already claiming benefits. Okay, that's it. Brilliant advice there, Jay. Thank you very much. Right. I mean, if there's, any, I mean, obviously there's there's all sorts of other things and packages on the go, and and by this and okay, from personal sort of experience with it, if we weren't in Wales, I would be screaming a little bit loud. I probably would have been a little bit more angry, and this episode would have been delayed quite a lot more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But the the a lot of, a lot of the packages announced are oh we're going to do this for self employed we're going to do this for the businesses, and a lot of the they're delaying the payments, mm. they're delaying all of these. June is the expected yeah. arrival for yeah. a lot of these payments. Mm-hmm. You know, three months away. Mm-hmm. Some businesses don't have the capital to last two weeks. No, especially no. small businesses mm. that hand to mouth pubs especially. Mm. And then what's happening now is they're saying oh. No, they're implying that these businesses can last until June. Yes, and I think I think that's that's a grave misstep. And in again, in terms of what this podcast is, a- yeah. But on the other side of it, however, which I found quite laughable, some of these massive multinational companies, these big corporations that pay no taxes, are saying that they don't have the capital to last two weeks, and they need the bailout first. Well. They- I don't quite understand how, don't, how don't that understand can that. be the case. I don't understand that. Is it, is, you, do they actually you... not have the capital? No. Or no, do they, or do they no, they don't just don't the... want to lose it? Well, there's pro- little column A, little column B. Yeah. I don't think that, I think they probably don't have the capital in this country. Mm. They've probably moved it off somewhere. And they're saying that the Brit, the, you know, the, the UK arm to their companies are in, almost insolvent. Mm. But that doesn't mean that the company as a whole. The, yeah, the they've, sort of brand. They, yeah, mm. they've moved. They've moved the profits over to the Cayman Islands. They've, mm. they've paid their very little tax there, and they're saying, "Oh, well, but you know, we're struggling." You see, I haven't been. I've been. Lo- I haven't been looking at that aspect of it. I've been more. I my my focus, as it were, has been has been on not not just the benefit side of things as as part of my work, but also the 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 sort of like narrow thing what how is it affecting individuals but I suppose oh and 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 obviously we have to this has shown how <laughs> the capitalist system is is a little bit jaunted is is because yes businesses create jobs but they also take them away yes and that's that's what, oh I I, I I sort of 
had a little bit of a giggle, mm. you know, in this whole insane period when things go that bad. Isn't it a wonder that socialism is the most accepted form to help recovery and to protect people? Mm. I mean, almost instantly when basically the middle classes started feeling the pinch, suddenly socialism was acceptable. The purse strings opened and then the safety net was put in. But this, well, this is the thing. This is what's this is what's interesting about it is that our, our system has been so clawed back and and detracts so much from that phrase of a safety net that what I've, I what I believe is is what actually has been discovered is not, you know, the middle class feeling the pinch or indeed those above the breadline feeling the pinch, but us all realizing that there's actually a massive part of our benefit system that's missing that most other countries have. And it's equivalent in in an allegorical allegorical sense. Well done. To thank you. To um, literally squinting to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, but the health system in America, it's a, it's a gaping gap. Oh. Universal healthcare that the rest of the world has. Our equivalent of that in a lot of European countries, and I have to double check this, but but I'm pretty certain it's the case in a lot of European countries and other countries. If you lose your job. The government will provide the equivalent wage for a year. All oh, right. So long as you pay your your insurance contributions, yeah. your national insurance, all of that sort of thing. So long as you pay that, if you lose your job, you get you get the wage for that job for a year. There is nothing equivalent like that in our system. No, nothing. But they, I haven't really heard that many countries. I mean, I know I think Portugal's one. I think de- mm. definitely Portugal's one. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I just find I just find it sort of hilarious that. There are certain people who, in December, just gone. You know, oh, that'll never work. Ninety-four billion on all of this. You'll, you'll, you'll bankrupt the country for for such a, a, a manifesto. And what are we up to now? Nearly a trillion. Yeah, nearly a trillion already. Yeah. Hmm. But in in terms of the packages that they they're talking about handing out and the loss in um, hmm. the economy, and well, then suddenly the ninety-four billion looks very, very small. Yeah, and it reveals how how economic systems actually work. And how we've been lied to since 2010, when that whole mantra of "oh, we spent too much economic," yeah. crap, you know, all that nonsense. Um, that you know, actually, sometimes the government does have to pump a huge amount of fuel into the tank to get the system I've, to keep the I've, system going. I've always, and I know we've had these conversations in the past. I've always said economy is like an engine; it is yeah. like a vehicle, mm. and the only thing, and, and like any engine, it has. Massive amounts of moving parts. Some big parts, you know, big companies, the really big parts, important parts, but a lot of little parts as well, and little cogs. And without those, that whole engine doesn't work. Yeah, you miss even the the, the, the tiniest piece, the little sprog or little cog or whatever, it will not work. Mm-hmm. But amongst it all, you need the lubricant to keep it going. Yeah, you need the oil, and 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 to me, that's that's money. Mm. Too little of it, the whole thing dries up and seizes up and it's gone. Too much of it, the whole thing explodes. Mm-hmm. And then you get hyperinflation and then suddenly the economy's ruined. Well, it, it's, it's and uh, yeah, and that's, that's you know, there's various economic theories that will be discussed, I imagine, over the next year or so, possibly the next decade to explain. Do you, th- what do you think there's going to be an economy in two years' time? Do you, the, do you think, because uh, go on to any of the financial stuff now apart from a couple of gains here and there where traders are bouncing 
uh, stocks up and down, generally the whole thing is going down. The whole global economy is going down. Yeah. And and there is a concern from a lot of people okay. Yeah, that this could be the end to capitalism. I think there will be an economy in two years' time. What kind? Do you think because because there is a sort of unknown leap into the dark here that if this is going to fail, because I, I mean, it's a genuine concern a few people have is mm. all of this money's being promised to keep the economy going to keep people going, but they are now going through a a series of, of um, quantitative easing measures. Yeah, which is printing money mm-hmm. based on nothing. Yeah, which is hugely dangerous it, it is it is hugely dangerous and it goes against the grain of, of current economic theory but so does the methods so does everything our government has been doing for the past 10 years to actively yes. destroy yeah because the the, the, the the engine parts they've that, taken the lubricant out yeah they've just kept on taking it out taking you it know, out relying relying on wealth building over over spending over 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 popular spe- people spending money yeah you know, taking like so and, that was that was FDR's solution to get out of a depression yeah. in the nineteen thirties, mm. and he said it then: spend your way out of a depression. Mm-hmm. The government has to take charge and, and not so much give the money away, mm-hmm. but use it to employ people for large infrastructure projects and yeah. to push the money into the economy well, well, and then is, tax it back later. This is the thing, and this is this is the contrariness of the, of the conservative argument at the moment that. Either the government is an economic player or it isn't. And it may be the most powerful economic player or the most powerful legal player in an economic world. But at the end of the day, we rely on the government for so much economic activity. It's not just about printing money and putting money in. It's about setting and allowing for what businesses can do, regulation. It's about providing schemes, as they have done in Wales, through the Development Bank. It's about... um, Things which aren't done during a crisis, such as um, providing tender for big infrastructure projects, such as HS2, that's the government having being an economic player. Yeah, yeah. and this, 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 there's various moments where it pretends it, it isn't doing that, and that it's trying to stay out of the economy, and it's just, it's just not true. It's demonstrably not true, and it's moments like this where we can see that. And but I urge everyone, everyone who's listening, and 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 you know. I would urge anyone who would listen to me that this has been happening for 10 years. It is now just happening quicker because more and, more people And to are, more people. Yeah, and to more people. Yeah. Now everyone's everyone's yeah. seeing it. But, you know. Hmm. Right, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a cheery it's a cheery subject that we've started on and unfortunately hmm. that's what's happening in the world right now, so you know, we've we have to cover it. Mm. Um, but if anyone's got any views, opinions, or anything to add to the to the conversation for the next episode, uh, contact us on labourpod at gmail dot com, mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook at labourpod. Um, Don't contact me for advice. No, no. <laughs> con- contact the relevant organisations. Yeah, organizations. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we move on to well, because at the end of the last episode, I did say we were going to talk about the deputy leadership race. Oh yeah. Which we never did, no, because we just went on for. How does that happen, though? Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we went on about the, the leadership, mm. and then forgot about the deputy leadership. Yeah, and they said, we, and I said in the last episode we'd come back to it, mm-hmm. which we didn't. So we're doing it now. Yeah, 
Well, I say now, we're going to do it later on in the episode, so um, stay tuned and look forward to that discussion. <laughs> there's a there's a hook that people want yeah. to get. We're going to talk about Richard Bergen. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah, it it, it will be, Jay. <laughs> it will be. Um, bef- But before that, uh, Welsh Conference, which was meant to be this weekend just gone. Oh, was it? I've completely forgot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I was getting notifications saying it was still on. I forgot to take them, taking them off. Oh God! You, you know the mm. thing. You're meant to be in Llandudno this weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Um, I know. I don't know how this is going to work now with conference. I assume it's going to be later on in the year. Yeah, it's postponed, so it it will have. It to will happen. happen. Yeah, it, will it have has to happen. happen. Or it, does it? I I, uh, I I'm not sure on on the rules, but but I think I think it does. Yeah, so it has to happen. Yeah, at some point. Well, it, I but think there are mechanisms for if it can't happen, that people just stay on. Yeah, in their positions. But but we we have had some election results. Well, yeah, that was good. that was going to be <laughs> a, that was going to be a conversation I was going to lead up to in in a second. Yeah. But as as far as Labour conference goes, I mean, just to explain to people how important that conference is to our mechanism within the party. Uh, I I wish more people took it seriously. Because the more seriously they took it and the more involved they got, the more it would change um, to serve to serve the membership, which it doesn't. Um, It's used by other elements of our party, important elements of our party, affiliated organisations, trade unions, um, the assembly party, the parliamentary party and the leadership to to to, you know, have a mingle. To mingle and have a yeah. jolly, jolly good celebration about everything they've done. The part, the reason for the membership is to remind those people of what needs to happen next, and that is something that I've always wished was more present at, at our com- at Welsh conference. Yes. And if we if we worked harder, or we were able to work harder, or we got more active with our internal party, Welsh conference is the stage to do that for us because so many policies are now devolved. So many. Um. You well, know, apart from buying. Testing kits. <laughs> that's not devolved. We've we found that out this week. If you if you want to have a have a constitutional discussion, that's yeah. fine. Testing but, kits, um, no. Yeah. Everything else to do with the NHS, it, yes, to, but not testing kits. Just to briefly summarise the the constitutional position, everything is devolved unless Parliament in Westminster suddenly doesn't want it to be devolved. Yeah, that's yeah. that 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 should not be allowed to happen. Well, that's that's top down democracy as opposed to bottom up democracy. But anyway, it's to go back to Welsh Conference. Actually, that links up because a lot of people, I think, believe that the membership, you know, should be able to control. You know, it should be bottom up democracy, and it, yeah. and it absolutely should. Well, it doesn't operate like that, though. <laughs> but hang, but hang on a minute. I mean, it's gonna that's gonna go into a conversation we're gonna have later on with the deputy leadership. Mm. They're all talking about well, half of them are at least talking about grassroots movements, and this is this is where they mean grassroots movements is in terms of it's the membership that drives the policies and drives the ideas and dri- drives the enthusiasm. Mm. But when you get to conferences and whether it's welsh conference or national conference you tend to get the feeling it's a parade of the top telling you what's going to happen next and i'm going to say something controversial oh go on um grass movements are an iota away from factions and factions are one of the big problems about 
both yeah. national conference and Welsh conference. Oh, it's just yeah. and, and and most <laughs> meetings, not to sound yeah, and a lot of meetings. You know, not, it's not, not to even, sound bitter. No, it's but, not um, even conference. I just yeah. I, oh. do you know it disheartens me every time that something like that comes up, mm. either side. And I and I've always said I'm not I I'm not part of any faction. I'm not part of any group mm. because when I signed up to Labour as a member, that's what I signed up for. Yeah. I haven't signed up for anything else. I haven't signed up for a different shade or a little bit of it. Okay, I understand. And as we've spoken about in this podcast last time, and this time, I'm, I'm sure in the future, we all have differing opinions. Oh, yeah. Maybe some of and, us and aren't opinions, complete. Opinions change. Yeah, of course well. they do. Yeah, I mean... I'm but, a, after this week. I'm I'm a Marxist. <laughs> Genuinely, no. Um, oh, if only yeah. you'd have said that before your election. Yeah. <laughs> or not election. Mm. Um, we'll come to that in a minute. But the um, I just, I I I despise it, and I and and I despise it for the for the reason that every person who tries to get elected for a position within the party says, "I'm going to bring everyone together." I'm going to be that candidate who's going to show unity and we're going to bring solidarity and we're all going to, so long as you all do as I think. And and it it's that sort of, hang on a minute, you can't bring people together by c- cementing yourself in a position on that scale on the left and saying everyone else is wrong, I'm right, therefore you it, should all listen to it's me. It's because you shouldn't bring try and bring people together. You should empower people. Yeah, yeah, let them argue. Yeah. I mean, debate it, is a good thing. I mean, what oh, what's that stupid thing I came up with? Um, disagreement doesn't mean lack of progress. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah, and it's 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 basically this, and it's and no it's, no I disagree with that. What, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, very droll. Um, and um, the uh, and and that, that you know that's a principle that seems to have worked for me in any meeting I've been running. It's, yeah, you, you get somewhere if you disagree i i find that that's what's wrong with conference sorry just to finish that point that's what's wrong with conference welsh conference there's a lot of agreement oh and and that would be fine agreement's okay but they shame disagreement yeah they don't like it it, when when i've been in that conference hall Mm. and someone comes up and your point of order and someone comes down or Mm. or if there's a, a challenge to any motion or anything that's going through you can hear people tutting and go, oh, yeah. yeah. Hang on a minute. Listen to the opinion. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. And it's a, and it's not, I don't think this is just true of uh, any conferences. I think it's true of ordinary meetings. Yeah, a lot of the time. Not, mm-hmm. Maybe not a branch level, but mm-hmm. certainly CLP level, where I've seen people stand up and try and give an opinion on whatever the subject is. Mm-hmm. And I, I look around the room and I see p- p- people's eyes rolling. Oh, this person again. Well, hang on, a, just one minute, let them speak. Mm. If you disagree with them afterwards, come back with your point of why you disagree. Well, well, often it's because they don't, they don't, they're not able to articulate, articulate the point, articulate yeah. their disagreement. They yeah. just, they just disagree of it. And but outright, this is, and this is what I mean by empowerment. If you, if you, if you give people and you say to people, disagree, even, even if you just yeah, yeah. say, I disagree with that, that's, that's, that's all right. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, mm. I find it when I'm in a room with people who are all just agreeing, agreeing, agreeing over the same issues, and I go, "Hang on a minute, we're not actually discussing the subject." Well, what's the point? What's the point of even discussing the subject? Yeah. So then I, I okay, I do it from occasions. Hmm. I think some people have realised that in certain meetings that I go to, I'll throw in a you know little nudge the other way. 
that might. I want to annoy the chair and secretary. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah, <laughs> but not necessarily because I agree with the opinion or what I'm saying. Just to invoke something, some type of debate, just to go over it. Have we thought of everything on this? Mm. Have we made sure that before we put this motion to conference or if we're talking about it at conference or whatever we're doing, have we gone through every specific point? Yeah. And sometimes sometimes I've I've said things, um, and I think you've said a couple of times, oh, Christ, you, you were very passionate about, yeah. about certain things. But certain thi- mm. And the, my thing is because everyone else was just clucking talking about the same thing and they end up in a, what do you call them an echo chamber mm. where everyone's just talking and agreeing with each other but not actually forming any yeah. proper conclusion I, I tell you what our nomination meeting for the leadership just yeah. to sort of you know tie tie into everything else it, it was a very good meeting not because it took a while to get off the ground a lot of people were very nervous to say things yes but once they got going don't we didn't we have some Great speakers. Bloody good speeches. I mean, I mean for, for the people who are, who are listening don't know which um, CLP, we're included West CLP. Yeah. Which I think we, we can, you know, we can say that. Because we are. Well, you can find out, probably. Yeah, you can find out. Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah. yeah, to hell with you. Mm. You can find out. Anyway, <laughs> um, and in, in our meeting, it was, I thought, a very positive way of debating. It yeah. was... You speak about what you want to speak about and enlighten everyone else on why you are... And and even for the... D- d- despite the fact with the Welsh Executive Committee elections, we were struggling for nominations. With the National Executive Committee, the members who had been able to and had had the time to read the statements I, I've been able to find and send out. Yes, that's because something you, else we need to discuss. Because you're Secretary of the CLP. Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, the... Once they'd got the hang of it and they knew what we were discussing about, it was a very impassioned debate. And I forgot the original point I was going to make, but the the point is there were no slates. That was the original point I was going to make. There was no there were no slates discussed. No. There were no factions. No. People just discussed the the, the guys they believed yep. in. And and I imagine and I imagine there were people in the room who knew exactly what they were doing. They knew which slates they'll put, whatever. Yep. And that's fine. That's so empowerment. We, but back your opinion up. Yeah, back you it know, up. I, I hate I hate mm. that sort of meeting where you get someone, oh, can someone put a nomination forward? Or da, da, da. Mm. So they're, they're literally reading off their phones who they've been told to nominate. Yeah. yeah. Hang on a minute. Stop. Mm. Mm. If you don't know anything about them or you don't have an opinion like that, you shouldn't be... There used to view, be a rule in Parliament. They don't have it anymore, but there used to be a rule where you weren't allowed to read things off a sheet. You weren't allowed to do it. Really? No. Unless it was the budget or or a statement, you know, you weren't allowed to... Someone couldn't come into Parliament with a, with a book or a text and, and read it out. The Speaker would stop you because it's it's that notion of you're not oratizing, you're not making... A point. A point. Yeah. You are... You are delivering someone else's delivering point. Delivering someone else's yeah, point. Yeah. And I've, I, we've been in, in various different types of nomination meetings. We've been in ones with where literally the slate was handed out. Literally, yeah. this is one slate, this is the other. Pick your side. Do you ever find when... And that's happened a couple of times over the few years now. And I, I always find I'm being grudge actually picking that slate. Oh, yeah, I won't pick any of them. No. No, I get very annoyed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, 
when when we do finally discuss my um, my disappointment. Oh well, do you know what? I mean, <laughs> I mean we've sort of, we've sort of gone off on a tangent from mm. Welsh Conference and in, in, into this book, so we'll we'll bring it back to Welsh Conference. Um, so just put put in a point on it. Okay, well, I'm, we'll talk about factions again. I don't really want to talk more about it now. Oh, I'm only, the only reason why I, I, I thought we would mention it a little bit now is because I had a message come through after episode one to say, oh, I might listen to the podcast depending on which side of the fence we were. <laughs> okay. And I was just, <laughs> but we're not on any side of the fence. I mm. Categorically now, for anyone listening, we are nothing. No, not nothing. We're not, well, you're no nothing, I suppose, because you didn't get elected. But, <laughs> but as in, like I said, I signed up to be a member of the Labour Party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will argue the toss with anyone in the party if, within a meeting. But once a decision is made in that in a private meeting that we have, yeah. when, it, when we go out, that's it. That's mm-hmm. the decision made. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Because I had a chance to speak up, and if I didn't like it, I had a chance to speak up. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to try and convince people of otherwise or enlighten people. It didn't work mm. because the opinion was of the contrary. Yeah, except that, mm-hmm. and I think it's. I think this is true of both sides, and has been very true of both sides, mm. because on whichever side of the fence you're at. Neither side can accept that when a decision's been made. Mm. Neither side can accept that the other side hurts when things go wrong and, and almost embellishes the fact that, <laughs> we told you. Yeah, they, they want... Either yeah, way. They want, they want their happened, narrative to be confirmed. Yeah, yeah. and that's happened both ways. Mm. And we'll go on to uh, deputy leadership. There's one candidate in particular whose statement said does exactly that. Oh, okay. But we'll talk about that later. Mm. Anyway... Back to Welsh Conference. So, there was a, um, I think there was a little election for the positions in the WEC, the, the Welsh Executive Committee. Yeah. I think there was, wasn't there? Yeah, and I stood for one of the positions. You did. And I came. I nominated you. You did, in, yes. a, in a meeting. Because, yes, because you waved at me in last Yeah, because I didn't want there to only be one nomination from our constituency. And also, I wanted to push the idea of... Um, having local campaign forums set up again. Yeah, I I thought your statement was quite interesting. Why? Because it was the only one that said actually what you're going to do. Mm. Yeah. All, all the other statements, as good as they were, and, and I take nothing away from the other candidates. Um, I know I know at least two of them. Well, not no, but yeah. I know at least two of them, but... Um, but their their statements were very much in the same line as each other, so it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because they're incu- they were incumbents, and they yeah. they you know they carried incubants? they were incumbents, incumbents, incumbents. Sorry, yeah, I don't know why I said incumbents. Incubants. Incubating. It's because I've got that bloody <laughs> silliness stuck in my head. Incubating. incumbents. They were say it again. No, no, you got to you got to say incumbents. <laughs> and um, it sounds like a, they were current holders it of the like office. Dirty bread rolls. They were current holders of the office, and. Well, two of them were. Two of them were, yeah. yeah. And incumbents. the incumbents, thank yeah. you. And um, the, um, you know, it's difficult, I imagine, to make a statement of, well, we'll just keep calm and carry on, won't we? Um, especially when they know certain people are going to vote for them anyway, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you, 
We're going back to the slates thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because because supposedly you were on you you were seen as um. Well, well, this was my biggest problem. This is my biggest problem with with um, factionalism, and I, I and I don't want to criticise any faction in particular. They all have their good points. They all have their bad points. Yes. But one thing they that that many of them do, they box people in. Yeah. And I and you're that, one of that, these, and people. I've got I've got two disappointments about selection. I'm I'm glad I didn't win because it you can't it would because it would you can't say that because it would have been ridiculous because <laughs> I I didn't anyway. Well, you did nothing for it. No, I didn't try at all. And no. um, and I'm, 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 I mean, though you did nothing for it. This is why I'm saying your statement was interesting mm. because it was the only statement that I read that I went, oh, he's actually he's actually put down the reason why he stood up. Mm. And what he wants to do or improve or alter, which was the LCF, which is the local campaign forums, which Mm -hmm. is the forums and groups that will meet to decide if a proposed county council selection is... Yeah, it's to select candidates and to run elections. Yeah, yeah. On a county level. On a county um, level. So Demshire, Conway, whatever. Mm -hmm. Whichever Um, county you're you're a part of. Yeah. And um, the, the... and and there's major problems with them because they don't half of them don't work and half of them don't exist. In the near five years I've been in the party, mm. I've never seen an LCF meeting. No, it's never happened. No, I, I've been to one to be to I've been to a committee to seek a selection. Yeah, but then but that's the only one, and I didn't get it. No, <laughs> but because um, you were on the other side of the fence then. or or whatever. And because um, at that time you were seen as a. Yeah, a left winger. Yeah, a hard left winger. Yeah. Anyway, and because I'm not, I'm not going to mention the the. I, I stopped myself from. I'm not going to mention the factions' names because I don't think that's appropriate. No, and we shouldn't mention candidates really either. No. But, but the 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 problem of that. I had two problems with the election. The first one was the low turnout. That was an incredibly low turnout. What for the yeah. WEC? Yeah, considering it's considering I didn't, it's I a, didn't I didn't know what the I, I heard the percentages, but I didn't know what the it was twenty seven percent for our particular division. I think turnout. Yeah. So on based on how do people who are a part of for an internal election internal it's election? Yeah. So politics is quite important to the people who are members. Yeah, yeah. got to be because that you, you signed up to become mm-hmm. a member of a political party Mm -hmm. so you understand the importance of what the vote means so why 27 i'll I'll tell you why because when you get an email yeah saying vote in your wec election which is what the email said basically yeah you've got and you've got no idea who these people's names are you don't know what the thing is for you're not going to vote in it why would you and yeah and this and this is and this is partly the reason i think why i wanted to do this podcast is because people would just look at it and go, what the hell is a WEC? Yeah. What do they do? Because mm. it's not explained. There's no. no There's no handbook. And God, we've tried, to, you know, over the years to do some sort of welcome pack or something like mm. that, but that's never materialised in the end because of one reason or another. But this is partly the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is these things are important. Yeah. It decides the future of our party mm. and the direction we want to go in yeah um not to say that the people who got elected aren't going in a direction that people aren't happy with well no the the i mean you know you get two votes every every yeah, member yeah, gets two votes if you vote you know and, and yeah, the person it. i'm vote i voted for other than myself i was very very glad that they won yeah 
you know, it's not, it, it's, elections should be celebrated either way, whatever the results yes. are. And my disappointment, my, that's my first disappointment was a low turnout. My second disappointment, again, isn't to do with the result, it's to do with how things are conducted. And because the the thing is so, it's written in a special language almost, and we don't understand what's going on, that means it can be hijacked by those who do know what's going on. Yes. And they disseminate to the rest of us about, you know, who they should vote for, what they should do, and, and all of this. And then, then it's not really a proper... No, it's... Thing. You're being... Yeah. Yeah, from a... And, that, and that's... And, see, that's my fundamental problem. I like politics from the bottom up. So it's the people mm. telling the people at the top, this is what we want. Yeah. As soon as you start getting something like that happening within our own mechanism, mm. it becomes top down. Yeah. It's one singular or a small group of people telling a large group of people what to do. Mm-hmm. That's not what it should be. It should be a small group of people informing a large group of people and saying, well, that's what we think, but or, or managing the, things, you know, yeah. running things, you know, like doing the, you know, the dog's body stuff. It, it, it's, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have, you know, 200 member meetings where we discuss the nuances of, of door knocking. No. You know, that that's not necessary. But to, to switch it over slightly, we shouldn't be having small groups of people deciding who candidates are going to be for local elections and how... And which seats we're going to fight for in oh, these elections? See that annoyed the hell out of me on the mm. last council elections. Yeah. So when were the last council elections around here? It was 20, oh, you always do this. And I forget. I don't. Twenty seven. Twenty seventeen. It was. What year were we in now? I don't even know. Twenty twelve. Well, hang on, the year that never will be. Yeah. Well, at least half of it. Mm. But no, it was twenty seventeen, and I and this is partly why I got a little bit more involved than just being a member, mm. is because I was I, I was outrage the fact that we fielded no candidates at yeah. all well, well this links back to my within one, a within yeah. a nearly 15 mile radius and this links back to my one my one experience of a, a selection local camp apart from the ones i've run local local selection um you know i i was the only applicant from this area i you know if i was selected i would have been the candidate in riffin you know, we would have had a good stab at, you know, would have had a good, a good go yeah, at yeah, winning yeah. it. There were no candidates no. for Labour in our town. so Because of the dysfunction? Yeah, because, not, the- not because I wasn't chosen, but because there were people, a small group of people making a decision. Yeah. And I don't mind being rejected, as I have just been, I don't mind being rejected you were, by no, a actually, large membership. I mean, <laughs> but, um, I don't think but, you were rejected. No, I, I think, you, think, what did you get, 16%? Yeah. I think if you'd have actually done something very because i i was a bit i been i was a little bit critical of you in that i did want you to do a bit more of a campaign oh of course in terms of getting your message to people and yeah. saying this is what i want to do yeah and it would have been better for the for the greater good and yeah. i i know i'm about to complain about being boxed in but i know one of the reasons i was boxed in is because i i let i was silent and i let yeah, that you, void I, that void be feel filled yes there was with, nothing there, yeah. so they just made their assumptions on you. Yeah, yeah, which is, which is rubbish. Really. What happens? But but yeah. you know that's that's the way. Because like is. you said, after this week, you're a complete left Marxist now. Yeah, utterly. <laughs> but, well, no, I, I, it, it's complicated. But but then that's that's what we said on the last episode. It doesn't matter if you if you. I guarantee you, even the person who says, "Oh, the yes, they're absolute left," and 
you start questioning him on a, a different variety of subjects, mm. they'll be slightly right on some. Oh, yeah. They'll be a bit, you yeah, know, they'll yeah, be yeah. born to the centre on others. No one is an absolute. No. No one is an absolute. Everyone is, is, a, is a, a healthy variety of different mm-hmm. subject, opinions on subjects. Well, this is the problem. We, f- we thrive and we enjoy having different opinions, but also being part of the same group. Yeah. And that's the problem, is we're all pretending that we have these, you know, these groups and factions and views and opinions, and therefore the other group and factions and views are different and abhorrent and awful, yeah. when actually that's not true. No. And... Do it, you mean... And, yeah, yeah that it's like of, that. It's that attitude, and I, yeah. I, I love doing that with people where where they say, um, "Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm in. I'm. Oh, I was about to pick a, pick a very controversial example. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't know. Let's not go uh, to that one. I can see it on your face. What you go with that? I believe in in raising in you know in in raising taxes and spending cuts. And I say, do you do you mean yeah. that you don't want to give money to poor people? No, and it's like and just like or like, oh, some whatever it is. And it's just like it's no, I don't. Statement. It's a nuance. It's a nuanced view yeah. about you know. Anyway, yeah. right. <laughs> anyway, oh, before I must say, before we finish the subject, obviously I should thank everyone who did actually vote for me. Yeah, and not just vote for me, but also voted for my very specific aims. Yeah, and and this and, is what this is what I'm saying that I'm, I'm a bit critical about you not pushing it a bit further. Well, there was a greater s- good argument, yeah, you, wasn't there? You had sixteen yeah. percent of a vote mm. based on a statement yeah. that people went, Oh, actually he's got a plan there. Mm. He's got an, you know, and, and you briefly explained why. Yeah. If you'd have got the message out a little bit more of exactly why mm. so people could understand, I reckon you could have done quite oh, well. Yeah. And also I should congratulate those who, who won the election, Donna Hutton and Andy Dunbobin. You know, they are esteemed members now of our yeah. national executive committee and they've won with with quite good margins and they'll carry on doing the good work of yeah no for, I, our, for our members you, so, know, you know i have spoken to i know andy more than donna donna i've, I've spoken to a couple of times yeah I think, I think andy's quite good to be fair oh he's and he's, 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 he's yeah. you know he's mm-hmm. he he does have a good drive mm-hmm. for it and he's he's our candidate for police commissioner well as well that was the other thing because, mm. of course, at the same time as all this happened, uh, Andy Dunbobbin was selected as our candidate for the North Wales Police and Crime Police Police and Crime Commissioner. Yeah, that sounds. I, I don't. I don't like that title. PCC. PCC. Yes, mm. PCC. Police and Crime Commissioner. Yeah. So he commissions commissions policing and he commissions crime. It's not that. It's not that rude. Well, it sounds word. like it's it. It's not that etymology, no. Because it, p- police and crime commissioner mm-hmm. in, it implies that he commissions the police and he commissions the criminals. It's like someone playing chess against themselves. Their title is stupid. That's all I'm saying. And okay, I'm not fine. I'm not going into anything other other than the title is stupid. It sounds like do you know what it sounds It sounds like me as a child playing drafts against myself. And losing. I'm and, winning. And you did yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, the I'm image. gonna commit I'm yeah. gonna commission the police and I'm gonna commission the crime. I think I think it's more of he is the commissioner of the commission of police and crime, which is a subject which is a, a body about well, it's police either, and crime. Well, it, it's just it's it's it's, not, it's 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 a title used because other people have used the title, isn't it? It's because we had, you know, just the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, for example, yeah, but it's then derived a, from that. Yeah, but then that's a commissioner of the Metropolitan Police. That's not a commissioner of crime. This is one of those discussions which 
should not be happening on this podcast. <laughs> it's just... It's, it's, it's no, just, it's contrived guesswork. It's That's not, what it, we're doing. It's there is just an, stupid language. No, there is an answer to this question, it's and not, we're just guessing. No, we, we don't know the answer. Police and, police and crime commissioner. Yeah. Policing of crime commissioner. No, or, the, or, or the... Should be the policing of crime commissioner. Or just a... Not and. Or just a police commissioner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the regional police commissioner. Yeah. Why have they put or just not have an office because it's ridiculous? We shouldn't. We shouldn't be trying to democratize no, be, the no, police No, no, because we want to become American. That's why. Hey, because they have American commission. Have you not seen Commissioner just Gordon? Get more guns then. Oh God! And not train them properly. Oh God! Oh, do you know what? Give them tanks. That was that was the one thing about going to certain countries that use guns for the policing. Mm. It's quite frightening. Mm-hmm. First thing I did when I landed in um, you told me New York. Yeah. No, no, not the, not Swiss, the, not not the, the Switzerland, Switzerland trip. Okay. <laughs> no, that's a different one. No, it was New York. Uh, so I, I did, I, Christ, it was a decade ago now. And I did a drive um, New York mm-hmm. down through the States. Road trip. Road trip. Yeah, proper road trip. When I saw a few friends while I was there, blah, blah, blah. But one of the first things I noticed, just the police mm. with their guns. Yeah. Quite visible. And I go, oh my God, he could shoot us at any moment. If you get one quite unhinged officer, yeah, yeah mm. I don't like that. I mean, give him a taser gun. I mean, that'll be a laugh. I mean, what's the worst that could happen if they hit you with that? You, you shoot get yourself. a heart attack and you die. All right, okay, maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that has happened. I mean, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, we rely on police, but we get, we're, we're, Treading dangerously close back to the lockdown issue, aren't no, we? But, no, no, right. Yeah. No, it was the Police <laughs> Crime Commission. But, well, it is the lockdown issue because that election has now been postponed until to next year. 2021, yeah. And the London mayoral election yeah. as well, which I, I found quite funny because I was down there in London, in London mm-hmm. the place I love so much. <laughs> listen, listen, if, if you listen to episode one, I don't mind place I really don't please don't hate me but uh it was down there and we walking down oh, we were in the west end oh i don't know what would you call the west end kensington area we were, basically we're going to i was going to a football match I was going to chelsea away everton fan so we were doing chelsea away and walking down the streets there and big advertisement and they must have spent a fortune for rory um stewart Really, he was that he's their candidate for oh, right. London. He's all right. I like him. Uh, I, I I hate to hate myself saying it, but you know he used to be a diplomat. I can tell he was the um he was a diplomat in Afghanistan. It during during really when we were bombing it. Yeah, oh, that's and, the and hell of a job and having <laughs> to fight in it. And, yeah, and, yeah. Because because there's the one thing that if he'd have won their leadership election. They would be solid in power for many, many, many years. To I come. mean, they're going to be solidly in power for many. Well, we don't know now, do well, we? But not, yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, but then that's because no, the Johnson got it because he appeared on Have I Got News for You in one episode and was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, an episode of Top Gear as well, mm. which I was at. Were you? I was in the that's audience. That's very interesting. When mm. he came in as as London, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. I was, I was, I was in, you know, not within six feet of him. You know, no one wants to be within six feet of him at the moment. But, mm. but yeah, I was. I, I don't. <laughs> what time? 
Why? No! <laughs> that's, that is based on fact. That is based on fact. Don't click your pen as though that's something. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, but, but then that's what I say. The, um, the, already the police crime commissioner. Uh, the, the, the London mayor yeah. was already. They must have spent millions on that advertising campaign already. And that's all gone to waste. Yeah. But. You but know, then again, I, th- I don't think that's the worst. Lots of things have gone to, you know, yeah. small businesses have bought a load of yeah. stock that's now gone to waste. You know, it's just the way it is. Oh, oh, yeah. don't worry about me. I'm drinking my way through it. I I, I was wondering, yeah. Oh, these um, last two weeks, oh my God. <laughs> I've ne- I, it's getting that bad. I'm starting to get an immunity to it. I'm waking I'm waking up in the mornings and opening a bottle of Bex to pour in my Weetabix. <laughs> Can't do without it. Oh, dear. Um, right. Should we move on? <laughs> I think we'll move on. I think we need to do the subject that we promised that we were going to do at the end of last episode, but we never did. The deputy leader. The deputy leadership. Now, when's the closing date for... I think it's gone now. No, it hasn't. Yeah, it's gone. No. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, let's talk about it anyway, because when are they announcing? When? when, I, when I, I don't know the answer when to that the, question. You must... You, you should know. No, you, I don't know the answer to that question. I've been I've been quite busy. Yeah, you should know about this. You're the you're the secretary of a CLP. You should know these dates. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know when the general secretary of the party knows the date. Yeah. I'm sure we I will know the date. But until then. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll just have to ask uh, Unite for that one. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Um, oh, I might have to mark that. <laughs> You'll mark that one, but not saying the prime minister is the prime minister is contagious. <laughs> He is. He's got. He's got the coronavirus. Just leave the topic. Why? Hey, tell me why. Because it's just. It's just not. There's Do you not no like point. Mondays. Hey. Do you not like Mondays? I don't know. I don't care. Tell me why. Is your phone on? Do you leave that on? Workers still messaging oh, okay. me. Okay. <laughs> that that is how. Why I haven't done. This is not going on. All I know, this I know is it's not fine. going it's okay. on. Or it's it might fine. go on. I might just leave it in. No, don't don't leave it. In. You leaving your phone? Let's start. I was like, I was about to say, deputy leadership. Given that this is going to help no one, mm-hmm. um, let's go through the candidates anyway, because we said we we're going to do it for last episode. Yeah, and everyone's still bored in the homes doing nothing. nothing yeah, apart from you know me <laughs> doing you. What? What? Apart from no one doing no, I'm. I'm I'm having to work from home. It's my point. Okay, there'll be right. a few. There'll be a few people working. Thought you were doing like a call out service. No, no, <laughs> not no. I was just going to say everyone's going home grazing. Yeah, because I've yeah. seen a few, I've seen a few people put like messages in the fridge. You're not hungry. You're bored. <laughs> Get away, fatty. Anyway, my notice is in the fridge. <laughs> all right, so let, all right, let's go through. We'll, we'll go through the candidates and what we think of them mm-hmm. and see. See where the where it. Where I can it only lies. remember a few of them. Well, I, I've made notes. Okay? I've made notes because I had to go back and and read the statements again, mm-hmm. and and then go through. So the first one is Doctor Rosina Allen Khan. Yes, um, MP for Tooting. Ooh, she's a brilliant name. Mm-hmm. Love Tooting. Uh, and what does she believe in? Um, well, she's a doctor. Okay. She's has she gone back to she won the ones who've gone back she's, to the NHS. I think, I think she's gone back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Well, you know, you should do really. Yeah, you should. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. No, not saying that 
she should do, but she has. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, like, good on her. Yeah, well yeah. done, yeah. Mm. Um, so, uh, briefly skimming through her statements, and all of these are just skimming through basic ideas. So, she's very much into social care, internationalism, uh, and then and, and ideas for a grassroots revival, which I, di- I didn't quite get that last bit. I mean, social care, okay, obviously, because her profession and she's, you know, that's her, that's her niche in it. She, that, yeah. That's that's her mm. passion, which mm. is probably why she got into politics, because she saw it on the other side. Mm. Um, internationalism, I just think that is a too broader. Uh, it's, I think it's an actual, it's a, it's a technical phrase, isn't it, for for a particular view of what the Labour Party should be doing in foreign policy terms. Yes, but I think given recent circumstances, I think it sort of has different connotations. What do you mean? Well, with the whole EU thing. Oh, possibly, yeah. You know, I think I think that's sort of mm-hmm. saying, yeah. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. because because no, I understand, that. and that's and fair. and I think the the word internationalism is because there is such a not a, a not a majority in the Labour Party membership, but there is a significant portion of the Labour Party membership who might have been leavers. Yeah, Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an unpopular thing to say, isn't it? I think you could you could not to labour the point too her labour. Um, you could labour the point too much, but you know, I think I think having especially in the north. No, I think having a broad view of that that we should be looking outwards just because we've decided to leave an organisation. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can't be outward looking. Correct. I like that. Mm. Um. Yeah, and if, if if that's what it implies, yeah, but we don't know. Then yeah, because <laughs> she just left it as internationalism, and that was mm-hmm. it. And, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only a statement. They, get, they get only get so many words. And... I, th- I think what it means as a, as a you know sort of political science sort of thing, internationalism sort of means like having an active, actively working with other political parties across the world to broaden and, and push forward the progressive agenda. I think that's what it means. Yeah, all right, know? fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then ideas for grassroots revival. I, yeah, I can see the puzzle look on your face. There's two. Didn't we already do that? That's what I thought. And it didn't work, did it? Well, it did. Some pl- I don't know. I, I did. Again, Wales is so different to how the rest of it. Yeah, the rest of it. I think. I don't know. Well, maybe in tooting, mm. it might be slightly different. But yeah, I don't know. Um, but I thought that to be fair. I mean, in terms of a grassroots membership being being encouraged to to be a part of the mechanism, mm-hmm. I think the last couple of years has been. More significant in the party than since the nineteen seventies, maybe. I don't know. I think. I think. Unfortunately, the grassroots phrase has been so overused. It's become similar to, let's you know, I want to create unity in the party. I think it. it oh well, well it, the, it doesn't necessarily. Someone mean... else who says that down oh, the, down, down the list. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. That phrase will pick up on it in a second. Mm. But it it is that the two issues. It's not issues that I've got with it. It's it's a very nice statement. It's very well written. It's. You know, very positive, but it was, I I only re- I only wrote this down because I had a little bit of a thing with it. Ideas for grassroots revival, as though it's already dead, which I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's been damaged, mm-hmm. but not damaged that it's it's. I gone. think it's just been done in the wrong way. I, we've discussed that anyway, yeah. but yeah. And the other thing is ideas for, but then doesn't give them the ideas. Yeah. Well, well, that that's damaging anyway, but. 
You know, a lot of these, these. Um, I've got. It's it's that sort of person who goes into an interview and goes, "I've got really brilliant ideas to about be how fair, to, to change fa- this company around." To be I fair, mean, though, there are word limits. I mean, we for our for our one at the election yeah. I was just in, we had a hundred word limit. Yeah. Oh which yeah, it's ridiculous. But but in everything, it, when we've done, because I've been part of selection committees mm. previously. Yeah. And we know from. I've had to cut yeah, off people's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, mm. and that's it, and it gets yeah. cut off, and that. Mm-hmm. I can understand, but then it just sort of, okay, maybe, like I said from the last episode, I didn't then go actively out to find out the information about them because I just based all, yeah. all on the statement. What would have been better in that statement? Instead of saying the phrase, ideas for reviving the grassroots movement, actually put one of the ideas for reviving the grassroots movement. Yeah, to give a flavor. Yeah, so then people don't, you know, because yeah. you're going to, like, I don't know how many ideas there are for reviving the grassroots movement. I think. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But then it sort of begs the question: Does it need reviving? Yeah. Or just or just yeah. need sort of yeah consolidating? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. If that's how she feels. But. Well, no. Well, that's the point. I'm I'm trying to emphasize the point. Yes. Because what does it mean? Yeah. I can say yes. Yes, of course it does. All right. Because it doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I wrote it down. Yeah. Um. Then there was a lot of things about her being a doctor and her mm. perspective on things, which is you know. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to listen to her, especially mm. when it comes to the NHS. Why wouldn't you? Mm. Um, had a problem with how she finished it. How did she finish it? She talked about a servation poll that said that she was the most popular. You really don't like it when people do that. No, because I think you mentioned it in your in the about Keir Starmer being a um, you know assumed leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at look at how. Mm how popular i am yeah of course it's going to be me and i mm. whoa hang on a minute i haven't been picked yet mm. Mm. i was elected yet. stop it don't it's the yeah. ego thing mm. if you want if you i i just think that anyone who comes across with a little bit too much of an ego comes across as, as a bit of a heel mm. they're, they're sort of they're already under your skin for doing it yeah don't do it mm-hmm just that's it. Just don't do it. You're trying to be. Well, it's, it's one of the few things that can not only stop people voting for you, but turn off people who were going to vote for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this thing, there was in her, in a statement she said, "Oh, Servation poll that came out that, mm. that I came out on top as the most popular amongst the public and bloody blah, blah." I think members don't want to hear that. Mm. They don't want to hear that you're popular. They want to hear that you're right yeah. and that you're willing to fight for your principles. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if their principle, and if your principles match up with their principles, and you're going to be their advocate, you're going to be out there, yeah, fighting mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. That did. That's not what it came across. Anyway, apart from that, the rest of the statement quite good. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was quite positive and and mm-hmm. a good job. Yeah. Um. However, I don't think she'll get it. I don't. I, Do you yeah. know? Did you rank all of your candidates? No, I ranked all of them apart from one. Um, one of them did oh, not get hang, my vote. Oh, hang on a minute. Yes. Mm. There was a ranking system in this. Yeah. I did rank them apart from one. Okay. We'll go through the statements and then we'll see. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I I can't remember. It was weeks ago. No, I can't I, remember the order, but I can remember who I didn't I, vote for. I can't. I, exactly. Yeah. I remember who I didn't vote mm-hmm. for or didn't vote. It, did, yeah. Who, who mm-hmm. didn't get a, a, a tick in the box, but I can't remember which way I went because it was weeks ago and they were all pretty close anyway yeah um next one richard bergen yeah mp for leeds east mm-hmm. 
Shall I carry don't on? Don't you know it? What, what do you mean? Sorry. What do you mean? Don't I know it? Doesn't matter. Um. Oh, they were they were right. These a lot of it was all right. This statement. I'm only going in a statement. You could talk about everything else around it because I, like I said, I just sort of ignored everything else around it. Took the statements as a, 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 a flavor of what they were going to be. Yeah. So his things. His first thing that he. Gambit he throws in, he backs the previous two manifestos, which is fine. I mean, the previous two manifestos were, especially the 2017 one, was, you know, a, a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was a lot of good in, mm. in both of them. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of silly stuff as well, mm-hmm. which I think we've spoken about before. Yeah, but they weren't in the original. They weren't in the original, no. no. I mean, the, the, the one done on the fly in mm-hmm. 2017 mm. was probably weirdly one of the best ones though that's been around for a while mm. whether you agree with it or not yeah don't care mm-hmm. but he's just he, he came in and he said previous two manifestos are right and i'm gonna back him i'm gonna carry on with that fine okay that gives us the flavor where he's at mm-hmm. these are the things so the uh the three things that he pledges are open selection. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So support that. so uh, I think we've spoken about this in the past where yeah. MPs must be reselected. Yeah. You know, or, or or at least command the um the support. The, yeah, the support of the yeah. CLP. Yeah. So if they've got the support of the CLP to carry on, then mm-hmm. they carry on, and there's no selection. Otherwise, it's open. Selection. We we could have a whole podcast about the nuances. I'm sure of that. we will at yeah. some point. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure we will. Uh, the next thing he supports is Clause 4 and reintroduce Clause 4. I just don't understand that debate at all. I do understand it historically, but I really do not see why we should be wasting our time with that. What Nationalising? No, rewriting Clause 4. Um, because it was removed in the 90s as part of the... Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was changed. So the Labour Party didn't, by default, support... This is a very simplified view, and I'm not saying it's necessarily 100% accurate, yeah. but it, it, is to, it was to move it from the default position of we're going to nationalise or seize the means, means of production, to use a more Marxian phrase, nearly everything, or as much as possible. Yeah. And it shifted that position. I'm not sure we need to open that debate again. Um, There's a lot of through people what a who... paragraph says. Yeah, there's a lot of people who I think might disagree with you. If you do disagree, but by all means, messages. Pick a side. Lay- Green beans. Side. Green beans and clause four, I want to know. Green be- Oh, God, green beans. <laughs> My God. Do you know what? I had... That was another thing I can't I got. believe you kept that in. <laughs> <laughs> I had messages from that last time. Yeah. That you hate green beans. Tin green beans. <laughs> tin green beans. I like green beans. Don't like tin green beans. A, I genuinely got messages of people. Is he serious? Are you serious? People want to know. Are you serious? You don't like tin green beans. I'm about as serious about tin green beans as I am about clause four. About clause four. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's dubious. I think, I think clause four matters. Yeah, but we we can we can. I, I it's think, a tricky one. Do you know what? I don't. Why yeah. don't we talk about clause four in a future episode? Yeah, we we'll have a proper but proper the, stab at it. The history of yeah. it, where mm. it's come from. Mm-hmm. You know, why is it important? Why was it an important foundation yeah. of the party, and why it was originally? Mm. As, as, you know, like I say, it was one of the founding principles of the Labour Party back yeah. in the day. 
and and to go back to what we're talking about with with Bergen, I know that there's an underlying discussion going on in the party about clause four and and, yeah. and other more not purist socialist viewpoints. That'd be the wrong phrase, but more more sort of abstract discussions about what we want to be as a party. I I I'm not sure how useful it is to what we need to do. Now. Just a blanket. Everything is being nationalised. Well, I, I again, this is where we need to look into okay, it because yeah. I'm not sure that's well, that's, yeah. that's a, a, a fair. Let's let's leave yeah. the, dis- the, the the nuances yeah. of close four, as you put it, mm. uh, for a future episode. Maybe mm. maybe a, a, a near future episode because it is an interesting sort of subject. Mm. I do I, I do I do like that sort of stuff. Political history as well. I think we could do. I think we may. Yeah. Or, yeah. or do you reckon that's going to bore the pants off? No, I think I think I think um, I think wrapping it round. A discussion about deputy leaderships is, is it's not giving it the justice. No, no. We need to we need no. to probably hash okay. it out. But, all right, all right. We'll leave that but, one. We'll but, leave that one. No, we'll but but it's it's good. It's being discussed. And and whilst I'm I'm hesitant about it being discussed now. Yeah. You know, the deputy leader. One of their roles is 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 to have these discussions while the leader gets on with campaigning and yeah, electioning. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps I don't know internal stuff. Mm. Um. That one, and then the other one was a peace pledge. So it was basically going on about Iraq, never doing that again, pledging never to put the country or the party um, in a position where we end up starting illegal wars. We could start this discussion now, because he is wrong on so many levels, even though um, I'm against... Don't you agree in peace? Do I agree with yes, I do agree with with peace and and whatever my ethical views are on the subject, the idea that parliamentarians are any worse at deciding whether we should go to war than the membership of a political party is frankly a a a, a fairly silly discussion to be having and explain that democratizing important decisions that a nation takes is a discussion we should have. Referendums, for example. We as a country do need to decide whether we're going to use referenda in the future on big, important decisions. The look of horror. I'm just, I'm just How have you gone from peace pledge to... Because it's the same principle. It's this idea that decisions are better when more people are involved in making the decision. And that's the, the context of this peace pledge is the war that was declared you know, against Iraq. Yeah, because Parliament because, was asked. And Parliament were lied to. And it's, it's this idea that one man makes a decision, or makes a decision, or whatever, you know, to, 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 then, to lead people into making a decision. But then, but then is the focus not on the fact that, okay, Parliament did decide to go to war, we found out later that it was on a lie, mm-hmm. then surely... The person who brought the light into that chamber should be prosecuted. I don't necessarily feel that's that's or should be part of this discussion. Sell somewhere. But the but the um the, the 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 view of Richard Bergen is to have the membership. What what is the peace pledge policy? The peace pledge policy is to allow the membership a vote. Peace. peace. Sorry, the peace it, pledge it just, policy. It, just, it, it sounds um, like one of those. Yeah. The the peace pledge policy. Peter Piper picked a peace yeah, pledge policy. That's, that's the one, yeah. And um, he 
and he's run with this idea, and the idea is to allow the membership of a political party to decide whether we go to war or not as a country. And that is, for me as a pacifist, is just as dangerous an idea as letting a group of men and women in a room decide whether a nation goes yeah, to war. Okay, I can see it, what, it doesn't make it doesn't change the argument much for me. And also it puts me as a member, I don't want to de- I don't want to decide whether a country goes to war or not. I don't want to vote in that. I mean I wouldn't vote in something like that. And I and I've often I've often said to you if I were ever to be a representative, I would have to abstain on the subject of war. Not because because you know certain people's views are so prejudiced against war that we I wouldn't be able to make a rational decision and this is such an odd policy and it goes so much against not only our constitutional system but also the fabric of our politics that I I, I just it, it's not credible I, I, I can see your point it's not because credible. you basically it, it, it's the reverse so it, it's putting the decision into party membership mm-hmm. it's a blanket policy on the fact hang on that would actually just leave us open to attack surely because if the membership say we we support a peace pledge which basically means we don't go to war mm. that means that no that would be very different if he'd said that if he said my policy is going to be that if the membership agree that we don't go to into aggressive conflicts yeah. then but then, no, but then, and that's that's a decision that's made at conference in normal mechanisms, normal way. Then fine, that's not what he proposed. He proposed to make to have an up or down vote on every conflict that we may or may not go into. But oh, really, yeah, that's what oh, is I, that what that that's what I that's what I've read, and that's what he's been challenged on. That's what he's not been able to defend. Oh, right. It's simply the impracticalities of it. But for us, for, if we decide as a party to be the party of of peace. Uh, you know, against aggressive war or just war, then so be it. But that's that's. I'm not sure that's. And this this is one of my problems with him as a candidate. Anyway, you have but, a problem but, with him? <laughs> yes, but a serious problem. Apart from my 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 just my just normal, I just don't like him. Um, I, th- I think I think um the um the, I my, thought you just didn't just. I thought you I thought you were very open to liking everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, right. All right. We'll move on from that. We'll, we'll talk about peace pledges and going to war, and probably we'll do a bit on Iraq at some point. We probably yeah, should we'll, do. Yeah. We, yeah. I think uh, we'll do. We'll do it as part of our historical politics yeah. section. And mm-hmm. um, just to finish up with Richard Bergen, uh, he also there was a little sort of uh, I wrote down a little quote. So he's laser focused on winning back power. I don't think he's ever had power. He's an MP. Yeah, yeah, but he's not been in a government yet, has he? When did he get his seat? Twenty ten. I don't know. I just, I just, I just found this. Th- I hope he's never been in government. <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> That's just nasty. That it was. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it was. A, he's laser focused. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing a bit of modern technology into it from the nineteen sixties. Yeah. Laser focused on winning back power. I think the whole back thing was. I under I underlined it on my notes as well as though. Hang on, mate. It's been ten years. It's well, maybe, another, maybe that's the attitude shift. Be... Maybe that's the attitude shift we need. Is is we're not winning back power now. No, no. We've got to strike out anew. Yeah, and you know, that's, that's, yeah. I just found I just found it odd that he put the 
back power mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. it as though it's almost as though they're only keeping the seats warm across on the other side of the floor. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it. And then I just think that's the same attitude they have. Oh, it's tu- and that's touching on your assumed leadership it's, thing yes, again yes, as well. Yeah. yeah. As it, we have a right to be there. Unpacking Dav. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, just, I just, I I hate people assuming they have a right to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You earn that spot. Mm-hmm. You earn people's trust. You earn their confidence to be able to go and do the job. Mm-hmm. And th- and that that's why, I think that's why I underlined the word back underneath there is though, that there's, a, there's an almost automatic right that they should be there. Yeah. Shouldn't. No mm. one has an automatic right. No. That's what that's why I don't like the other pig m- molesters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, we'll move on. Third one up, Dawn Butler. I don't know much about her. Uh she is the MP for Brent Central. Okay. And yeah, she said she came out on the statement to say uh she wants to build on the previous two manifestos. So as opposed to Richard... By the way, just before we do move on, do you want? is there anything else you want to say about Richard Bergen? Um, is there... Because you, you always seem to get a bit of heat when I he's, mention his name. He said, he said very troubling things in about various topics, which we haven't actually mentioned yet. Oh. And um, we... And it it's not whether I agree or disagree with what he said or whether I think it's a certain thing or not. But I know what the right wing media will do if he wins, and that's my right. that's my my serious concern with him. Apart from the policy issues I what, mentioned, what was it that he said? He he spoke about in a, in a rather passionate speech. He spoke about Zionism and Israel. Oh, uh, and subject. and again, I must emphasise: I don't necessarily agree or disagree with. In fact, I can't remember what he said. I just know that the way it was taken at the time by by the people who were watching the video and, and paying attention. Yeah. It was not taken well. And I don't think it'll be t- taken well by the wider media when, you know... It crops it, up Yeah, again, it crops up again. And, that, and that, that's, that is a legitimate political concern. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, Dawn Butler. So she then I said... I also just don't like him. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Make a note for yourself. Anyway. No, I'm keeping it in. No, you said fine. It. Okay. Anyway, so as opposed to Richard Bergen, who said um, he backs the previous two manifestos, Dawn Butler says she'll build on the previous two manifestos, which I think is a little bit more of a positive outlook. Yeah. Things change. Mm-hmm. Circumstances certainly changed after this fortnight. Absolutely. Yeah. So build on it, don't just... I think we'll... I think, well, not, not to go off tangent too much, but um, that phraseology is useful because we possibly now will be able to have a stronger manifesto. Or a more courageous manifesto because of what's happened. Yeah, because the Conservatives are now left-wing. I I think that's... Well, that's an interesting interpretation. Well, they're nicking all the left-wing policies. No, they're not. They're just having to do what people want. All right, they're saying they're going to do these things, but actually what they're going to do is leave businesses high and dry until they go bust, and they don't have to pay them out. Anyway, uh, she then goes on to say that... um, Interesting fact. She had a twenty-eight point four percent swing in two thousand and fifteen to win her seat back, which she lost in two thousand and ten. Oh right, yeah. So learnt from failure, rising from failure. I like that. Which which was I think what she was getting mm. out with that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know she. I know what mistakes are, and I can learn from them. Yeah, well, 
I quite yeah. yeah. And and she was previously uh, um, a cabinet minister in the last. This is this is this is where I've heard. You know, she 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 has been serving longer than yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, other yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because I think in a statement she said she was the first female black MP to be in a cabinet. Was she? So so her statement said. Yeah. Oh, does it? Okay, fair enough. I I don't mm. know if that's true. If she's put it in a statement, the, I hope so. That, that's that's mm. what that's what was in the statement. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mm. So twenty eight point four percent swing, she had, and then it comes to that. Um, she then says the phrase that she's a working class feminist and socialist, which I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but it's the tag things, the box thing. You know, you're saying before about everyone labels, to, labels. Um, I think it, it's slightly different. Because because it's not involving me, but um, the it's it's different because you know we ought we ought to celebrate and remember those those kind of labels. I think I think you can get too pernickety about it, but to remember that yes, actually, I am a socialist and I am a fem- feminist, and that is what I want to stand on. Yeah. And um, did she mention her? What else has she mentioned? The labels? Ah, uh, just the, those two. I think it was just a line that she put in the statement. Mm-hmm. There was that that I remember. and. Um, you know, and I think I think that is important to remember. That's where she's coming. If it if it's about if it's about where you're from and your inter and your context, it's useful and important. But I think if it if it goes into sort of like trying to curry favour with certain groups, maybe that's that's the wrong. I don't know what elections for yeah. after all. But there we go. I mean, yeah. I thought yeah, and I think the only one of the five she actually wrote into a statement. A plan, a, a direction. A, a, no, I don't know. They all wrote a direction, but an actual thing. So she had a little acronym. It was CORE, C O R E, and it stands for Campaign, Organize, Recruit, Educate, which was her thing with the membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she wants to campaign, organize, recruit, and educate. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, that's a doing thing. Yeah. I mean, they all mean the same thing and possibly in the wrong order, but, mm. I mean, recruit would go first. No, they all sound like, Dav. Then educate, then organise, then campaign. Do you know what they all sound like? Reviving the grassroots. It That's does, what it, it sounds does, like, it, doesn't it? It, it? A little bit. Yeah. But or if, uniting the party. If you, if you, if uniting people, the people party. People have a balanced view. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, I don't think it should be core. I mean, if you put it in the logical order, it's recruit, then educate, then organise, then campaign. So it should be reoc, but I, I don't know a word that. How, it's not a word. It's not a word, is it? No, no. It's, it's bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we'll move on to Ian Murray, who's MP for Edinburgh South. I watched his video and I liked it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ian Murray of Edinburgh South, he says he wants Labour to win. That's that's how he opened it up. Mm. And I just thought you're an idiot. What have you been doing for the last five years? Wanting Labour to lose? Some of them did that. Some of them didn't did. they? Yeah, but they, yeah. it's just he it comes out with he wants Labour to win, mm-hmm. as though it's a it's a it's a it's a revelation. It's a, it's an absolute revelation that he's just come up with this. I'll put it on the, right that, at the beginning. That's of the something that's something you put in a in a in a winning speech, isn't it? Not a statement of intent. Yeah, it, it, I just thought it started off so weird mm. that you know he wants Labour to win, mm. and I just. It's that sort of, are you are you a colossal tit that you haven't? What have you What have you been doing for the last 
five, well, ten years. Listeners, ten if, if if you think my hatred of Richard Bergen is anything to go by, just compare it with um, no, no, no. This Dav's is, no, unfounded hatred. No, this is not of, unfounded. Of He's written a statement. <laughs> he and uh, there's more. That, I mean, the whole statement is littered with these sort of little little. Ditties, those, but I mean, I love the fact that he's he's speaking his mind. I don't is mind. He? Well, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Well, you wait until you, you come down the statement. I love the fact that he, I love the fact that he's speaking his mind. I just think that his mind is full of bollocks. That's it. Okay. Because he goes on. So, so, so apart from the fact that he's now revealed, well, I don't know. I mean, he implies that he's wanted Labour to lose before now. So now he's he's had a revelation and he wants him to win. He then says, um, if. If you're happy with Labour's current position, don't vote for me. I did. Why have you? Why do you put? Why would you put a negative? I think if in your gonna, statement, yeah. for a start, mm-hmm. and then it's just an odd sort of thing where he's he's basically goading a large portion of the membership, and basically it's the berating thing. It's that thing we were talking about before. Ha ha ha! Uh, we were right all along. You lost. And it's all it, it your go, fault. It goes back to this this fundamental discussion which we're not having in the party, which is did we win the argument? And which I, argument? And and yes, within, us, within yes. ourselves, no. Which argument? And also because there was no argument ever made. It was just it was no. Just, that's the problem. What was the argument? What argument well, were they didn't we didn't argue? Yeah, and that's that's what Ian. They just, what's know, his last name? Murphy M- or Murray? Murray. Murray. Ian Murphy. Where's that? Come from? That must be someone else. Um, I think it. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's um. No, he's just happy with. If you're happy with Labour's current position, don't vote for me. What on what on what current a bit current position on what? Well, well, that and, and that sort of. Oh, that's the other thing. So basically, in, in how I read it is, mm. is the manifestos, the last four or five years of the party, the massive, you know. Up, intake of, of membership mm. which to me just makes him sound a, a very bitter bitter person who okay maybe right maybe has a right to be bitter that all of these people walked into his meeting rooms with a membership card and instead of them having a debate or an or, or an argument or try and go through what their opinions were they just got outvoted on everything Based on their based on the own the, the mechanism of the party, mm. so there was no like you say no debate was had because all of these groups just outvoted everyone else. They just walked in and did it. And they feel like they've had their toys taken off them, mm. and they and this this is what it sounds like. It sounds like a child whose best toy has been taken and snatched off him by his little brother, and his little brother's just smashed it up against the wall and handed it back to him. I it's think that, that the the tone of his statement is it feels like that. Yeah, I think I think the tone. I mean, well, let's let's hear other things he said. But um, it's not looking good, is it? Well, then he then he comes out with he wants to uh, uh, go about building a broad coalition, and he was talking about how all right, the politics of Scotland's a bit different from the rest of the country. So he's talking about you know the, the different parties and the groups there and how he. He's managed to stay as an MP, even when there's been a wave of nationalism there. Um, and he's only been able to do that because he's able to weave himself around. And, mm. and that, just means, that just means you're a very pol- political person. Yeah, which is good. That's a good thing. 
to to an extent. To an extent, but yeah. it just means that that means you completely go back on your principles and anyone else's. Well, not necessarily, but it but it well, is. is... I mean, that, this is the thing: you were either a principled person and stick by them, mm. or do away with your principles in the spirit of trying to find uh, the third way. You know that middle ground. I, th- I think the third way does has uh, does have a a tendency to do that, but I think treating your principles like items in a box. Some of them are heavier than others. Some of them it's impossible to take out of the box, but some of them you can take out of the box if you find out they're but wrong. He, but, if your view changes, yeah, yeah, but, but we're, we're moving away from from what he actually said. We're, we're talking about whether he uh, whether you can be a good politician or good politically. And still have principles. But then how would, as a deputy leader of the party, yeah, how can you trust him? Well, this was Tom Watson's problem. This was Tom I'm Watson. Reading, this, his this, sta- reading his statement, it just sounds like another Tom Watson. Mm. Where he's just going to, you know, he's coming out. I mean, here's another one. So another quote. So you've got to stop dwelling on the past. I mean, which part of the past? I mean, surely our mistakes is what's mm-hmm. ma- what makes us better. Yeah, we we better ourselves by not making the same mistakes again. So when he says we shouldn't dwell on the past, well, which past are we talking about? He's talking recent past, I assume. The the general things you seem to be picking up on are tone and broad and vagueness. Yeah, yeah, but vagueness, but yeah. but subtly specific at the same time. Okay, you know, it's it's this political speech where he's actually talking about that. Mm. So it shouldn't dwell on the past, and then well, which past are you talking about? Judging by the rest of it, I think I know which past you're talking about. And then he puts that you must listen to voters and members, but voters first. In, mm. Okay, I mean, that, that's that's a... Of course, you should listen to voters, but you should educate voters. If the voters don't have a clear, distinct choice between two candidates, or three candidates or four candidates, mm. there is no choice. Well, this is this is what I've always said to members. I've said you need to acknowledge that you're part of the political class because you are members of a political party yeah. and therefore your role is to go and knock on doors and not only ask people how they're voting and agree with them but also sometimes to teach them why they're wrong yeah. oh, and you know, have that conversation and we haven't been doing that enough partly because of the way our politics is now and the media control over it and and certain groups control over it um and what i mean by that are the people who own the media um, such as Richard Murdoch and others. I think the... Do you mean Rupert Murdoch? Did I say Richard Murdoch? Yeah. Am I thinking of Richard Branson as well? I hate all of them. I'm a Marxist. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rupert Murdoch, um, the, the the people who are in the time, well, whoever, yeah, yeah. various different people. Yeah, I mean, okay. The, 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 the narrative we need to take control of he is right of that a part of that is listening to voters, but also it's telling people that what they've been hearing in the last few years has been utter shite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, no, fair and enough. If we're not re- willing to do that, then what's what's our point? Yeah, you know. But the, yeah, okay. So I can't. I'll, I'll move on with it because otherwise we're going to be here all all night. <laughs> um, so uh, he then says. Um, Never again shall we stray from our Labour values of internationalism and solidarity. Proud to be pro-United Kingdom and uh, EU. Now in that, it's again 
So proud labor values of internationalism and solidarity. It's not the international. We've done that one before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, the solidarity bit. And I'm thinking, well, judging by your own statement, you haven't been very solidarity. De- what would be the, the term? He's not been with the general, the consensus of the membership. He's not been of the same opinion. He's had he's had differing opinions and he's been vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Do you not think? I think it goes back to the one of the central debates of in the party at the moment, which is well and, and has always been, is how you know how seriously do we take member the members and their views? Are their views particular and abstract than the normal voter? And where do we strike a balance between? what we are as a party and what we stand for and what the voters want us to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean a lot of a lot of politicians and others would argue, no, we need to be the alternative to the Tories. That's what people want out of us. They want us to be a valued and, you know, and and able alternative to the Tories. And whilst ignoring the fact that we're always going to be dressed as not able and <laughs> and not and not and not an alternative because the Tories control the media. Yeah. You know, and but um that group there's also another group who are who are vehemently it is what the members want. And it's it's about not striking a balance between those two views, but acknowledging that you can empa- have an absolutely empowered membership which is also subject to controls and mechanisms in the party which allow us to actually govern. And it's about it's about where you strike that line, and I think that's the it, big debate in our it party. Does, but then the membership should be the membership should know their area. Yeah, they should be the ones going out, knocking doors, listening to people, mm-hmm. collecting their views, forming their own regional and branch level or CLP level opinion. Yeah, you know that. You know, fact finding. Mm-hmm. They need to go out there and listen to, and the reverse. Having these sessions where they do go door knocking or, or or talking on the phone or whatever, but then they can say, "Well, have you thought about this? Mm. Have you thought about looking at it this way?" Which doesn't seem to be happening. It's it seems like this very um, adversarial politics, even on the doorstep. Where are you vote? Are you voting for us? No. Well, and then I've heard people say, "Oh, go to hell then." Mm. Stick the fingers up and then walk away. Hang on a minute. That's not what your job is. You're meant to go there and try and speak to them and, and give them ideas and open their minds and and equally the same back. That is that that's the importance of speaking to the public. Yeah, you know. But then, on, on the, the the point that I I don't like on this is the whole him, the solidarity part. Once and I've said this at the beginning of this podcast. Once a decision is made in private in our in a private meeting. Regardless of whether you disagree with it or not, you have had the opportunity mm. to 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 impart your view on that subject to try and your view. If it if it falls, that's it. Yeah, the whole point of of showing solidarity is once you leave that room, you are now of the opinion of the of the of the party of the party. Yeah, and that and again that view comes from. The members going out and finding out what the view of the public is. Yeah, that's how the mechanism should work, mm. but it doesn't. And this, this is this is top down stuff again. It's solidarity so long as you do as I say. Yeah, you need to listen to us because we know. Yeah, when actually it should be, we should all listen to each other because we all know a little bit 
and then it adds to the story, and then yeah. you can form an opinion or form policy. Yeah, that's I mean, mm. okay. See, yeah. I said with these podcasts, this is how this, this is how things get for you. If everyone did that, <laughs> it'd be brilliant. Mm. Um, right. So yeah, Ian Murray, he was the one I didn't vote for. Right, and Richard Burden was the one I didn't well, quite vote for. obviously. <laughs> I didn't. I, li- I listed all the others in. In I can't remember which order, but mm. um, but even, I just I can't. I could not put anything to that statement that statement irritated it really me. put you off yeah it irritated me it was mm. just, it was just it was it was a negative snidey little snake statement that had a dig at quite a, a, a large portion of the membership where and then that that's that's the whole thing at the end and in, in solidarity we'll move together hang on a minute you've just slated yeah a large portion of the, of the membership how the hell can you Mm. Bring the party together. You, you, you know, if you think that you're you're a fallen idiot, you've just told him not to vote for you. What do you expect? Yeah. If he gets, if he gets, I'll be, I, I'll eat my own shoe. Okay. Um. Lastly, but not leastly, Angela Rayner, MP for Ashton Underline. Her statement was quite good. I thought it was. Positive gave, gave a I background. I think I put her first. Did you? I can't remember. See, I can't remember, but 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 it started off as a as a as a background to her, where she come from, mm. you know, her struggles, the reason why she got into politics. gave a, It gave a good flavour, yeah, of the person she is and the the the, the moral values she has, mm. regardless of opinion about certain subjects, which I know she's a. She's been abrasive with it on, on a couple of things, but that's the point. Mm. You know, we talk, we discuss. Yeah. Um, it, it re- really good opening. Found a, a, a lot more about her in a statement than I would have done otherwise. She does go on, and then, then um, she was picking out. She said she is a socialist. She has that. She has that left leaning. That's what she believes in. Um, she was a trade union rep. So she's very strong with the trade unions. She's mm-hmm. she believes in in trade unionism and the strength of the collective. Good, yeah. Which is what which is what we we fundamentally all agree on anyway. Yeah. To do. Yeah, of course we yeah, do. Yeah. We do. <laughs> um, and then she and then she goes and then the, the the middle part of the statement just it does sort of list what she cares about and she just lists them. So she says the NS, NHS, uh, social care, uh, free education for all, which. It, that's always been mine. What up and down? What do you mean up and down? What like university as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. I've, and, and that's that's always been one of my sort mm. of things. Education should be free. Mm. Absolutely. Even courses that everything, everything doesn't matter. Everything. Yeah. Well, who does it benefit? Well, it benefits everyone, obviously. Yeah, yeah. but it benefits mm. the companies too. Mm-hmm. Companies pay taxes. Companies pay taxes to a government to ensure that the government educates a workforce. What's that phrase, phrase from John Green? I pay my taxes so I don't have to live around stupid people. It's <laughs> <laughs> one way of putting it. Anyway, so uh, free education, um, publicly owned, ut- publicly owned utilities. Yeah, which yeah, I agree with that. I mean, to be fair, they're all publicly owned already. Well, well yeah, pretty Just much by other governments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They are. Uh, it's true. That's that's, that's that's. Um, I think now these days. I mean, going on, she then says green jobs. I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. I've said for a while, you could build a utilities infrastructure based on 
green industry. Well, that must be what she means. Yeah, yeah, and it all, yeah. T- it all ties mm. in. It's the Green mm-hmm. New Deal. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we we yes, I think I think one of the reasons I've liked her is that she she was one of the politicians who did get behind the Green New Deal yeah. almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, and understood it for what it was. It's not just a package of environmental measures. It's a, it's a package of economic measures for the environment which we need to have. Yeah. You know, so yeah. We can um, talk about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely. Yeah. Mm. I'm definitely going to. Because uh, I, I, I that, yeah. that's a. <laughs> I like that subject. Um, and then she's at council housing. Obviously, more council housing, better, better facilities. Mm. Of, anyway, and then um, improvements in social services. Yeah, that's pretty much all she pulled. I mean, she sort of started running a out lot of policy space. stuff and not a lot of internal. How we're going to do as a party no, stuff? No, she left that alone. Mm. She told she in a statement it was about her, what she believes mm. in. This what, this was always my logic. If my logic was if I'm going to vote for Keir Starmer, I'm going to have to vote for Angela Rayner because it's kind of like she sort of not drags him down a bit, but because I I I worry if Keir Starmer wins, we'll, we'll become a, a yes party. Yes, vote for this. Yes, vote for that. Yes, let's cut taxes. Yes, let's do that. Just never saying. No, we're not doing that because it's it's not right. Even though it may seem popular, yeah. I think Angelina is probably one of the better people to rein that kind of stuff in. Oh, oh, and yes, I like the play on words. Though. I didn't even mean to do that, and um, <laughs> and, and that statement emphasizes, uh, you know, shows that in a way yeah. that that actually she's quite policy focused. So just to, just to sort of wrap it up, because I think I think it was a good statement. I mm. think hers. Um, for deputy leader, who would you say? Who do you reckon is going to get it? Angela Rayner. I would possibly looking at that list. I wouldn't be disappointed if Dawn Butler got it. No. Um, Angela Rayner. I think she's probably just about me. Ah, you know, the preferential system means you can't be hundred percent sure. No, because it, it seems could, like she she might, should I get don't, it. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Don't mm. know. Who do you think is going to be first knocked out? Ian Murray, surely. Possibly. I imagine he get, he'll get he get a lot of votes in Scotland. He'll get a lot of votes in Scotland, and then he'll be knocked out and all his votes. I think one of the lower ones, unfortunately, will be um, Rosina Allen Khan. Yeah. Because I, I think she's been boxed in. Yeah. Uh, previous well, discussions. either that or shut out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like she's the you of this campaign. <laughs> she's tried a lot harder than me and and some of her videos and statements have been have been quite interesting actually she's, I, she's actually one of the few candidates i've sort of explored as to who she is oh, to right. see whether okay. you know it's worth voting for her whereas the other ones i've either i already had a snap judgment on them unfortunately based on what i already knew or i you know it's a calculated decision so you reckon angela rayner will win yeah with the leader being Kit starmer Really? Yeah, Starmer will win. All right, okay. So you're still adamant Starmer and Rayner. Mm. That's what. That's the, the, it, unfortunately, that's also what I hope will be the case. Right. That's two different things. There's a difference between. No, I no, I, I, I do think I do think that that's what will happen. But I also think that's what I hope will happen. Okay. So. Well, you've heard it here on podcast of the two left feet. Well, they'll know if we're right. Maybe. The, well, well, this is. Probably going out tomorrow. Oh, so okay. So this is—I mean, as as it stands, this unless, is, unless the party has become much more efficient. Yeah, no. <laughs> as it stands, this is getting recorded on 
Thursday the 2nd of April. Mm-hmm. Two, 2020. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get it out uh, for tomorrow. So, no, no, everyone... Which is the 3rd of April. Which is the 3rd of April, yeah. Mm. I mean, so, as long as I can edit this properly I mean, by tomorrow. I mean, it... Hang on. This is nearly two hours long. This is nearly two hours long, Jay. It's fine. It's the way it is. Oh, Jesus. I, really, I thought this was going to be We can be cut short. it down. There's bits to cut. It's okay. Well, only the bits where you were going on about that woman you saw last week. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what we cut that. <laughs> we cut that, didn't we? <laughs> anyway. You can fucking cut this bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, right then, humanoids. So thank you for joining us again for... for uh, a, a very, uh, very in-depth po- podcast, this one. Yeah. I mean... You didn't go off on a rant about how you hate certain tin vegetables. I think I think we're, we're sort of finding what this is going to be. We are going to dip into things, but also we, we're going to know when not to go into things, which perhaps we need to research a little bit. As well, well. Research a bit, or, yeah. n- or no, that's just a whole episode on itself. Yeah, I mean, we exactly. don't. I mean, this is this is too. I think we, we we've entertained the masses enough for this week. Yeah. I mean, I know two hours in isolation is like feels like five minutes. Hmm. Or fifteen hours. Stephen Fry said something interesting about about changing he your always, relations. He always changing, says something interesting. He's on a program that called quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, changing his relation, changing your relationship with time. And I think a lot of us working from home perhaps need to think about that as well. So thinking of it all as a bit, you know, you, you don't have to do, <laughs> you know, yeah, loads of things. You don't have to stretch yourself out. No, it's all a little bit different now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, and, and everyone who has. Who is listening to this? We we really hope that you are, all I mean, right. yeah, all right. I mean, everyone's saying stay safe. I stay sane, man. Well, I don't like the term stay stay safe. Stay safe. Mm. I've seen it. You see it everywhere. Do you know what I'd say? St- like break a leg, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I just say stay well. Mm. I just hope everyone stays well through this. Whether mm-hmm. it, you know, avoiding it, yeah. the, the dreaded C one, mm. or just for the mental health. Um, just keep talking. Yeah, keep and, talking. And, and and hopefully this really extended version mm. of the two left feet will have helped you somewhat because you just go, oh my God, those two idiots just won't shut up. Yeah. Or, so, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But I mean, with future podcasts, I mean, you people do get involved by all means. So if you do have any comments, suggestions, even even your it's, own opinions to read out. It's really important that people disagree with us. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So I important. Mean, this, this, this is it. We've, we've said this in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It takes a bigger discussion to arrive at a better decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So us two talking here, yeah, we can, all right, we do argue with each other and, and, and you know, we, we get somewhere, mm. but it takes everyone to come in with a different opinion. So, by all means, do get in touch with us. Do leave us a message if you feel like we've overlooked something or haven't explored something enough or, or whatever. whatever. Um, email to contact us on is labourpod.gmail.com or on Twitter or Facebook with the tag of at labourpod or go on to our um, podcast host at Podbean and search for Two Left Feet. So... After all of that, I would say uh, if if you enjoy this podcast, give us a like and a share, please. You know, pass us pass this on to yeah, share around. Yeah, yeah, mm. but you know, because especially in these days, mm. give people something to listen to do and 
make people not so lonely in their homes. I, I hope that we've been able to give you... Or, some, or make people company. go mad with rage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, <laughs> if people are getting mad with rage over this rather than other stuff that are happen, happening right now, mm. brilliant. You know, yeah, just, yes, frankly. Even mm. if even if it's you know it's diverting your attention for a little bit. Um, we do intend on getting episode three out soon because we know we're a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk off air when we're going to record episode three. Um, and then where we go on from that, but we'll we will be putting content up for you to listen to and enjoy, hopefully, and for for, for you to get involved too. Mm. Um, so say thank you to my co-host, so Jay Bears, the loving litigator himself, the man who can, your friend and ours, Councillor Jay Bears Oaks. So say goodbye, Jay. Thanks, and thanks, Dav, for doing the thing. No, no, don't thank me. <laughs> you you're the you're the councillor. Oh. Doesn't matter about that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so look out for any future episodes. Like I said, give mm-hmm. us a like and a share. Yeah, pass it round, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Two Left Feet episode three. Oh, hang on, before we go, oh, um, Ooh. you named the last episode, so name this episode. You, 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 you got it. You got the episode named last time quite quickly. Oh God. Um, what do you hmm. reckon? What did we talk about? So we went through deputy leadership, obviously, then obviously, then, then the apocalypse, universal credit, and then the, the Welsh conference. Um, Universally deputied. Peter Piper picked a police commissioner. Peter <laughs> Piper picked a... <laughs> what was that thing we were saying before? Pepe, 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 and there's loads of peas in it. Um, it? Uh, one of the... I can't remember uh, that one. Oh, there was the police commissioner thing. Oh! You know, I don't know. Universally deputised. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. On. I don't like that name. No. All right. <laughs> this this episode has no name. <laughs> we'll think of. We'll think of. I'll pull something. Anyway, so yeah, thank you again, and we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Thanks for listening, humanoids. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye.